Start jump sequence terminates, Captain. Get the gravitational dampers online and open the blast shield. Aye, sir. Bring us in closer. Aye, aye, sir. Moving us in on sublight drive. Extreme magnification. Aye, sir. The center of the galaxy. And there's our black hole. The experience of a lifetime, Captain. Let me put this on audio. You should be able to hear the magnetic resonance This is it, ladies and gentlemen. The edge of time and space where the impossible can happen. Welcome to the event horizon. Good morning, or afternoon, or evening. Whatever is relevant for the part of the world you are in. Indeed, welcome to the Event Horizon, where the impossible happens. Join us each week at this time as we delve into the worlds of science fiction, fantasy, and science fact in all their forms. I'm your host, Gene Turnbow. And I am your other host, Susan Fox. And with us today is none other than the talented and remarkable Gigi Edgley. Welcome to the show. Ooh, on my... Cheeks are a fl- completely. I'm blushing right now. Thank you, guys. Thank you for having me. Yes. Remarkable. <laughs> Remarkable. Yes, you started as a dancer and and got just launched immediately into television, and then it was off to the stars from there. And you oh, never literally in Farscape, the the manic pixie girl, now the manic pixie woman. <laughs> it's true. Nothing, nothing much has changed, and it's. I, I feel like I've been so blessed, you know, on this crazy, weird, and wonderful journey. And I kind of felt like I grew up with showbiz in my blood because of mum and dad and your family and, uh, and show business. Yes, I feel like it's all been. It's part of me, you know. I feel most at home when I'm making productions and when I'm creating and when I. So it's been such a weird and wonderful last, you know, couple of years. And after we all got over the fact that we weren't all going to die immediately, I was like, how can I, how can I use my what's in my kit, what what's what I know to help the world to help my beautiful daughter because she was only sort of two at the time to help me be more balanced and more zen because every time I turned on the internet you know or the television or looked outside people were you know attacking each other and fear and craziness and pandemics and I was like okay if we're going to die we're going to die we may as well try and do this with as much love and light as possible because we there was so much intensity going around so I I sat down and I thought I had this beautiful song because I also do singing as well and I, it was called Kisses and it's all about, you know, that heart flutter that you get when you meet that person, you know, and they just transcend you to another universe. <laughs> yeah, I'm and I was sitting... like, yeah, that's a good feeling to have, right? We're sitting here making goo-goo eyes at each other. Oh, you, how, where did you guys meet? You're going to laugh at a Star Trek club when we were teenagers. <gasps> Wait, how old? I was 14. 
Oh, bad. Oh, my <laughs> yeah. gosh. Yeah, How many I years was, now? And, and, and I was 17. I'm 65 now. Oh, okay, my. So, we, you, so it's, it so can we grew, happen. We grew up. We married other people. We unmarried other people. We <laughs> ran into each other on the internet about yeah, 15 years ago. Something like that. Yeah. And, and oh. we got back together, and she was my first love. Oh God! And she was I'm she so, was the one. So. You know how how people say uh, that they have a type. Well, that type comes from something, and it's usually the your first love, the one that you engage with first. And so everybody I ever got engaged, you know, got with uh, after her was based on patterned on her. Oh. And so, you know. And and here we are, and, uh, and we're back and, again, and we've been married five years now. Oh, congratulations! And it honestly is inspiring because it's nice to know that that does exist. Because I see it in movies, and I see people on the street that seem happy, and I'm like, it doesn't exist, really? Or am I just in a Matrix glitch? <laughs> <laughs> where I was like, where is the true love? Yeah. It's not, you know love. what, it isn't perfect. I mean, we've had our own, you know, issues too in a scary world, but at least we have mm. each other to hold on to. Well, it's interesting because I definitely am a true believer in what you put out there, you will manifest, whether it's your greatest fear or your greatest love. It's like where the energy goes, you know, where the attention goes, the energy flows. So it, it sooner or later, it will happen. So of course, like all of us growing up, I'm like, I want the love of my life, the knight in shining armor, the one to sweep me off my, the one that will always look after me and I will feel, you know, the trust that I've never. Yeah. So I believe I've manifested that, but it's in a, my daughter. Like I've never had a bigger, like she's like, her favorite word is cuddle, cuddle, cuddle. And Aww. I look into it and she's just like, and I couldn't be, like I always wished for someone to be so deeply in love with me that they couldn't you know couldn't be away from me well it's happened <laughs> she's amazing <laughs> that's delightful that's she's delightful the, she's and you guys know i'm sure we we um we, we're big geeks as well so we were like oh how about we call her first name sky middle name walker and we just <laughs> thought that was fantastic oh so when uh, when she came out at the you know at the at the birth, all the nurses are like, "Oh, what a beautiful little girl! What's her name?" And we're like, "Skywalker." And they're like, "Okay, maybe just uh, let the epidural wear off a little bit more." <laughs> <laughs> I've heard we're so like, much oh, worse. <laughs> you know, like like the Jewish family named Cone who named their dog ice cream. You know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you can't have fun, right? Yeah. Well, that's well, you know. sweet, and it won't get her beaten up in school. You know. Well, okay. we thought if she wants to be a, not be a geek, which is highly unlikely because geeks are so cool, um, she can just you know roll with Sky. But if mm -hmm. she wants to pull out her geek flag, she can just be, oh yes, yeah, Skywalker, Walker, Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and everything's changed now, you know, because. Um, uh, it's not the way it was in the 40s when when women were hoping for that white knight to sweep them off their feet. And now, you know, they can pick up the sword <laughs> themselves yeah, and it. save themselves. They can be their own heroes. That's what mum was saying because I was like, we're talking about having more babies. or And we're like, well, do we really want to bring more precious souls into this craziness? And she goes, well, you're bringing in dragon slayers. So it's all right. You're bringing in good. We need good in this on this earth at the moment because there's a lot of oh, 
crazy stuff going on and I was like that's a that's a good way to look at it mum you just want another grandkid don't you yeah, <laughs> yeah but if they're such angels as, as Sky I mean you know you can't go wrong she she is phenomenal I'm I'm she she's teaching me the ways of the world and like like what you you, you know how you, you mentioned it's all about yeah sometimes you find love in in different things and you need to be I've always been very, um, you know, you, you've always had that romantic dream and everything and it's like, oh, you know what, you've got to be super happy and zen and at peace with yourself as much as possible to create that perfect partner because you can be, uh-huh. you know, searching and you know, grasping for whatever but it's like until you find that balance within yourself, you know, and I have to remind myself every day, just look, be happy with your beautiful daughter you're healthy you know we can still eat we still have a fair amount of freedom uh, you know and just keep looking at the positives and and again that was the whole reason why I was like after a few months of just freaking the frell out to put it very politely I was like okay let's do the music video and so we uh-huh. found this um skeleton crew and and it was really weird like so I, was, I thought I, I always love doing performance art projects as well and I like to shoot behind the scenes because I love watching like the Game of Thrones behind the scenes have you guys mm-hmm. seen that um I I have not <gasps> some of it oh, these people are it, having a good time <laughs> it's so amazing and it's cool because you see them come in and out of character and mm-hmm. you see you know the crew in the background and you see the lunchroom and you see it's not a dragon it's a tennis ball on a stick and you know all that <laughs> uh-huh. stuff it's like oh this is great <laughs> you see, even even the the naughty nasties are just absolutely terrific people. Yes, as, as it is, you know, as it always has been. The 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 movie villains were just the sweetest people. Of course, <laughs> they just misunderstood. People love each other. You're just just like uh, Stephen King, you know, he writes all of these horrific horrific stories and he's the sweetest man you'd ever want to oh, know. Oh, horror writers write it out uh. so they don't have to carry it around in their souls anymore. I mean <laughs> Robert Block, psycho, total pussycat. What a lovely man. Uh, so you've met him. Really... You had met him. Yes. Oh, okay. <gasps> oh. Yeah, she, Susan Susan goes goes back in fandom as far as I do. I'm and, a tired wow. old fan. He was the guest of honor at the Lost Con I chaired, okay? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> So um, I literally sat down and put out the affirmations and stuff, and I went, "Oh, you know what would be really cool is to fight to to do an underwater music video," and um, and yeah, and li- literally, like the next day, I was going through my Facebook feed, and Brett Stanley underwater photography showed up. I hadn't spoken about it, I hadn't told anyone about it, and I was like, "Okay, now we are in the matrix." Because what the what the heck? Uh, so I contacted him, and would you believe he's an Aussie? And I was like, oh, I know that accent. Oh, yes. I, do I sound like that? Oh, I forget. <laughs> <laughs> and we're talking about ideas and stuff, and then he's like, well, what are you thinking? And we're thinking about mermaids and sailors and pirates and all that fun stuff. And then we're like, okay, you know what? We've got to simplify this because it's got to be, you know, it's in, in the middle of a pandemic. Let's not overcomplicate things. And we, we, he said, look, I want to do, I've always wanted to do a UV shoot with like UV lights and stuff. And I went, oh, cool. What if the girl, it's a girl and she just drops into like a dark abyss and it, it there's like a energy of fear and confusion and, you know, trying to figure out what's going on. And then as the song goes on, 
she gets covered in this UV light that literally creeps over her whole body and by the end of it she's like a shining avatar of of love and light because it's all like you know surrendering to self-love to the love of others to the love that's around you and finding love in the darkest place and he was like oh that sounds fantastic so we shot that over it was meant to be one night but then one of the uv lights broke a few Mm. hours in and he's like oh Uh so it ended up being two nights from like 4 p.m to 4 a.m and it's on my website and everything. It's called Kisses, and yeah, I'm we super are watching proud of it. it. We are we are watching it right now. There you I'm go. I'm looking at the visuals. Susan yeah. pulled it up. It is wow. Isn't that she like it? Yeah, what a I work agree. of art. Thank That's wonderful. you. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. I just wanted to you know bring back a bit of peace and a bit of zen and a bit of love because it was just all. It was too, it was too much for you know for me personally, and I know a lot of my friends and family were going through the the intensity of it all. And then uh, it was we were literally like because I'll, I'll I was trying to push through no matter what because I thought if there's not if we don't support the economy if we if we move forward safely and carefully and I go to the places that are open you know uh-huh. and that are still doing the comic cons and I want to support the economy because I was nervous that it's all going to fall away and there won't be an economy to get back to after two years of lockdown and stuff so I went to a, a, as many as I could in the places that were open conventions and stuff and wore my mask and did the social distancing and all that and um and just tried as best as I could to keep putting out the the good vibes and everything and the one the the big mama when it all went down was on uh i think we we're in the air on march the 12th right going to northeast comic con and by the time we landed because i called up gary summers who's a good friend and i was like babe is it still happening and he's like people eat chainsaws for breakfast here it's <laughs> happening and i was like okay <laughs> so jed sky and i all went you know march 12th on from lax to uh, Boston, and it was weird because that was the first time I've ever seen LAX like a ghost town. Uh, and that was the uh, that was when I was like, "Oh, something is creepy." Not right. Yeah, it's so creepy. It was like Armageddon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what is happening right now? And by yeah. the time we landed, they'd cancelled the show because you know, we were in the oh. sky. And, yeah, and they're like, "No!" And that was the first. And they said, "Oh, you know, Massachusetts is in it." state of emergency and you know and the show's being been pulled and they said oh we'll go back to the hotel and I was like look let's just jump straight back on a flight back to LA because we've got animals and we don't know if they're mm-hmm. going to stop flights or goodness knows what so back we went all in one day little baby Sky oh. Sky living up to her name Skywalker yeah, back really. in the sky we go <laughs> and um and I and just watch from that point on every convention that we'd pretty much booked back to back you know i do them mm-hmm. like you guys do fall off the calendar and went oh my god how are we gonna how are we gonna live and function and eat and pay bills and look after the little one and and then my brother jake who's hysterical i have seven brothers and sisters and he's one That's of the, the the motley crew <laughs> and he said oh you should look into twitch because uh, you know, there's less famous people with, you know, less exciting stuff on there. And I was like, oh, wow, thanks for that, you know, huge, nice 
confident comment. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, but but brothers, he he wasn't he wasn't wrong, and that there are a lot of people on there that are making pretty good money with far less talent and you know far less talent than you. Oh, and but guys, I am like the worst technic like. I am. If you've I got other computer- people for that. I mean, you've got people running your Zoom for you, running your Twitch for you. That's me. Your- it's all me. It's all I'm you. Like a- yeah, I'm a cyborg. <laughs> <laughs> I got a bottle in one hand, combing the dog in and picking up the dog poo in another, doing <laughs> setting up the Zoom event in another, in the hot yoga class with another. <laughs> I need more. I need- we need more clones. Uh-huh. <laughs> Well, good. you know, it's it's not an easy thing to to just step into that and make it all fly. You but know? you've been doing it, you know, from your your computer for these two years, and yeah, and it's been. And I'm telling you, and stopping. I said to the guy, the, yeah, all the crew, I was like, guys, you're going to see all the lumps and bumps. I'm I'm not hiding anything, and I think that's half the fun of it. They go, oh, she's not a perfect, you know, you know, celebrity, whatever. Uh, I'm like, the sky comes in, hopefully she's got clothes on, then the dog comes in and try to bite Sky's bum, and then the cat comes in and she turns around and shows his bum to the camera. I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> Welcome to then, bum Then the talk. internet goes down. Then I realize my mic's not turned on. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, and, and you know, and, and it's it's you and just about every other performer on the planet, you know, having to go through the same thing. Yes. And everybody having to broadcast from their living rooms or their kitchens or whatever, and you can see, you can you can see whether they've cleaned up their kitchen counter or not, and and all of that. Yeah, yeah, you know? and I love I love it because it does. It's a bit of a double edged sword, isn't it? This this whole you know social, God knows what. It's it's great because we get to meet each other. It's great because we connect, but then. Sometimes it's hard because it also makes us disconnect a bit sometimes too. Like it's weird. I would, I was so happy that we created this Twitch community uh, online, but it's also a bit lonely because you're looking into computer screens or Zoom. It's, it's, I miss hugs and cuddles and that pure energy, right? Yeah. 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 It's it's not, not the same as, as, as being right there you know, on stage in front of your audience and, and being able to to just share the moment with them. It's not the same at all. Well, Absolutely. You're, but you're you're going to Wales in a couple of weeks. Wales Comic Club. Oh, my gosh. The I'm Tell so excited. Takeover. So, Mum, I said, I said to the Twitch guys, and they've been so cool, like the, the second music video I made in lockdown was all with the Twitch tribe. We call ourselves the tribe because we're <laughs> a bit of a mob. And um, I was, I said to the guys, oh, I've, I, I have this idea for, you know, you know, embracing your dragon warrior. And they're like, that sounds great. I was like, what do you think? You know, should I do it? They're like, yeah, do it. And I was like, okay. Should, should, uh, so what I'm thinking about is we've done underwater, so I was going to train up on aerial silks for three months to do it. They're like, yeah, that's great. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, you want to see some more? Three, three, three months yeah. and you're on aerial silks? Yes, because in my back in my – when I was a young whippersnapper <laughs> many, many, many moons ago, I used to do lots of trapeze and wire work and stunts and abseiling and rock climbing and – very fit before two years of lockdown and pumping out a kid. Uh-huh. <laughs> Not so much after. And now, now she's uh, she's brought up the video of that, and we're watching yeah. that, and that's wow. That 
that one and that was made with the tribe and so I went to the studio we, we hunted everywhere for the studios and we needed a studio that was tall enough Mm-hmm. That looked that looked kind of scary and dangerous, and that a dragon was in its lair. So the first music video was all about embracing, you know, uh, finding love in darkness. And this was a little further into the pandemic. It was July last year, and it was about using the the negativity and the fear and and finding your inner warrior and knowing that we're all in the same situation together and helping each other out. So. We went to check out the studio and they said, oh, it's going to be, you know, five grand a day or something crazy like that. And we're Yikes. like, uh. So I went back to the tribe and I was like, what should I do? And they said, let's do an Indiegogo. I'm like, okay. So within a very short amount of time, we came up with, I think, just over 21 grand and all from the tribe and everything. And, wow, and yay. This, it was, it's, it's been such a whirlwind. And I said, guys, here's the reason I'm doing it is Dragon Con is one of my all-time favorite comic cons mm. and um, let's manifest that we're all going to meet there and we're going to premiere it there so we all have something positive to look forward to who knows whether it's going to happen let's just pretend it does you know so we've got something to to focus on and everyone's like yeah yeah yeah. so we shot it all I edited it all like you know all this kind of fun stuff and literally we did the last edit you know in the hotel room at Dragon Con <laughs> Upstairs, oh, wow. but oh, before we premiered it. And about 20 of the Twitch uh, members came to Dragon Con, and some people had never got on a flight before, oh, had my. never been to a comic con before, and they were just blown away. And another um, one of the cool people that we interviewed was Cybertronic Spree in the, in the lockdown on Twitch. And we said, again, you know, pie in the sky kind of stuff. When the world opens up, we'll do a song together at Dragon Con. So sure enough, I, I contacted them and I was like, hey, guys, are you going to Dragon Con? We're doing the song especially for Dragon, da 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 And they're like, yeah, let's do it. So it was all good to go and they'd done a whole, like, remix of it, of their own version that I was going to jump up on stage with them. And then uh, they were holding out and holding out and they couldn't get out of Canada because of the rules. Oh, no. Oh. Yes. So... Um, like literally three days before, I spoke to Rach Reeves, who, you know, is a big part of Dragon Con, and I said, listen, Rach, do you mind if I contact the Saturday night bands or Friday night bands and see if I can jump up on stage? Because I'm bummed that, you know, we've got, you know, we're premiering it and it's going to be on Dragon Con TV, but I'd love to do a live version. And she's like, go for it. <laughs> so... I spoke to uh, a few different bands and uh, V for Villains said absolutely and they, within a couple of days, got all the backing, not the backing track, they, they created it all from their own instruments and learnt the song and everything. And I jumped up there at three in the morning and with these ridiculously crazy dragon wings on that the dragon wing people had also bought from LA, that these those wings actually fit into a suitcase. <laughs> Wow! Wow! It's all—it's always a—it's always a bit of a circus, if you guys. You know that. Well, there's—I see a pattern here, though, and that is that you bring up this wild stuff that you want to do, and <laughs> you have the energy and you have the talent to pull it off, and everybody knows it, and everybody says, 
Hey, yo, Gigi Edgley wants to do this. Let's go. It's yeah. amazing. Everyone's been so, <laughs> like you guys know, I, I like you, adore our community. Uh, uh, it's a big family for me. I live very far away from my family, so I'm mm-hmm. super connected to the community that we have, and I am so appreciative of all the love and energy and, like, people in the in the on the Twitch um, channel were like, she literally you're giving me something to wake up and do, and I know every day at five o'clock I have to be on my computer because I I have to check in with you guys and like some people hadn't hadn't left their houses in two years you know it was and I said dudes you don't understand this is literally saving me as well to communicate with you and to touch base with all you guys because I'm j- we're all we're all in this together you know yeah yeah. And even with the, the – that was a very long-winded answer to Wales, babe. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just letting you go. <laughs> That's okay. Um, so I said to the tribe again because now we're all, you know, know each other inside out. I was like, I really, really, really want to do Wales Comic Con. You know, the promoter and I have been speaking, you know, via Twitter messages for seven years on and off and – and but now, of course, with the state of the world, and everyone's like, you know what, Sheesh, maybe like there's so many things going on, and everything with Russia and Ukraine and COVID, and on and on it goes. And I was like, yeah, probably best just to stay still. And then I called up my mum, and I was kind of bummed, and I actually told the promoter, you know what, I better stay still because if if they cancel flights or if I get trapped away from Sky, I'll never forgive myself. And he's like, okay, but just so you know, we're, we're, it's it's in Wales, so it's you know very safe, and all these other celebrities are, are, are there, and you know we're all good, and you you do what you feel comfortable with. And I was like, I'll call mum. Call <laughs> uh-huh. oh, mum. I called mum. Mum's sitting on Magnetic Island with one of my sisters. And she's like, what's up, love? And I was like, oh, mom, I, I really want to go to Wales to do this Comic-Con, but I don't want to leave Sky. And, I'm, you know, the war and the, the, the pandemic. And she's like, oh, I'll put, say, in fast get terms, frill it. Get on that plane. <laughs> you know, you could die anywhere. Stop living life from your home like this. And I was like, oh, uh, uh, okay, mom. <laughs> she's like, Sky will be fine. It's only a couple of days. Off you go. Go for an adventure. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I will. <laughs> I, I can see where you get it from then. Yeah, comes by it honestly, doesn't she? Yep. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, it's not like the Russians can, you know, roll tanks across the channel. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But it's just been so much, so, like, stimulus overload. Like, when we found out it was, we actually went, flew back to do a f- feature film in February and we had to do the hotel quarantine with Sky and, mm-hmm. and all that stuff and I was just so happy that there was still a way to get home because for a long time there I was like oh my god am I not going to see my family ever again like what is what is happening it was su- just such a trip so well, that first time like literally coming out of the lockdown and just seeing I'm try- not going to lose it <laughs> See, seeing the family and everything like, oh, it's just been such a very ch- challenging time for everyone, hasn't it? It surely yeah, has. Yeah. Well, you've brought so much to the community. You know, you're just you're just an overflowing fountain of 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 light as far as I, as far as the science fiction and fantasy and fandom community goes. It's just such a joy to to have you in it. And to be Thanks, making guys. all of this stuff. 
It really is. But that's is. the thing, is that I didn't want to be, you know, I want to keep giving back to the community. I don't want to be, I'm so happy and so blessed that Farscape is in my life and that's what's brought us all together and that will always be a very big part of my heart and soul but I want to show you more, you know what I mean? I want mm-hmm. to show you other things that make me tick and obviously it's 20-some years down the road and, you know, I want to share with you the songs that are deep mm-hmm. in, deep within me, you know, and these weird and wonderful and wacky ideas and I just think they're fantastic and, like, no one ever tells me no so I just keep coming up with them. <laughs> Why would why would they? They're good ideas, you know. Like, what are you doing? A dragon wing suspended from a rusty pylon in kind of just. And what are you wearing? Body paint. Okay. Well, it, it's, it certainly helps that you have that that uh, stasis field that you sleep in every night. Exactly. You know, because you don't. Exactly. You haven't you you haven't aged maybe five years in twenty years. So by by stasis field, do you mean like a, a kind time, of pom- pomeranian you know? dog on my face? And- <laughs> A three-year-old Skywalker wedged under my arm. No, it's always it's... like that, that awkward trying to get out, you know, in the in the middle of the night to do go to the ladies, and I'm like, don't wake, don't wake any of the beasts. <laughs> you know, this is, you know, you're revealing my beauty secret. My skin is pretty good for my age. No wrinkles, no nothing. Sleep with a dog. Of, yeah, of, that's of questionable uh, descent. You know, and and they age for you or something. I don't know. Yeah. And, you know, did you guys hear that right before the the world went inside out? So um, Rockney contacted me and he's like, Oi, what's going on? Where where are you at in life? And I was like, oh, you know, I'm just hanging in L.A., da-da-da-da-da-da. And he's like, oh, good, because it's coming back. And I went, what? What? Oh. (laughs) And I was like literally having a cardiac arrest but trying to sound as cool as like as a cucumber and i'm like <laughs> i said what did what did, what did you say uh-huh. and he's like well it's we're going to shoot and uh with original cast members another series of farscape in australia um and we're working on it right now and i was like what and i said if you guys are serious about this please come and do some comic cons with me because I'm still doing them and people have been will go nuts. And Rock's like, oh, let me speak to Brian and we'll get back to you. And I thought, oh, that's obviously when they've got bigger fish to fry. And then Brian sent me a message and he's like, hey, kiddo, what do you got? And I was like, oh. So I said, what about, how about we do San Diego Comic Con, WinterCon, and because uh, Win- uh, uh, Frank Pats wanted to do a um, wanted to uh, the whole cast reunion, mm-hmm. we were talking about that for some time in New York, and then uh, we also had Dragon Con, and I mm-hmm. said there would be three major ones throughout the year, whatever. So we had um, character names will be easier: Dargo, Crichton, Aaron, Grazer, uh, Crace. Uh, and myself, Rockney and Kent McCord, so Crichton's dad, <laughs> Crichton's dad, uh-huh. um, attend attend all of them, you know, in in some form. That would be and amazing. Yeah, I thought, I it thought was insane. I thought, Dargo, I thought Dargo died, though. No, because we never saw the body. Oh, well, it's science fiction. If you don't see the body... And even, even if, if you, you do, do see the body. Right. Yeah. Good point. <laughs> Yeah, you know, they br- they brought back Darth Maul, right? and they cut him. Then they cut him in half. I mean, Chiana, 
spontaneously combusted and they didn't tell me and I was like reading the she script got, yeah. and then it goes and then she you know sets herself on fire and explodes I was like I guess I'm off the series <laughs> she and then I'm like skipping time. through the pages skip 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 and then a few pages like a few pages over it goes Chiana recorporealizes I'm like oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> thanks guys thanks so much oh yikes Oh my gosh! Only a Farscape. Well, you know, and and Rigel doesn't look a day older, right? And then, so we were all. <laughs> it it felt like it was all it was all coming together again, and then, and then the world stopped. So and then it's, the Fire a, Nation attacked. Yeah. So who who knows? But the, it's definitely still floating out there in the ether. So we'll see if it if it comes true. So so the, one of the cool things about it, knowing everyone was in lockdown is that I could get to pretty much all the actors because I knew they were trapped. So <laughs> and they I couldn't like, move about hey, the cabin. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh, oh, what are you doing today? Oh, you're not allowed to go out outside? Okay. Well, what a shame. Come on this show. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's wonderful. Is that how you got on the, the, uh, the, the Muppet Challenge? Because oh, of your association with Brian and yeah, so and again, like you know, years had passed, and I was living in Australia at the time, and Brian, uh, I, I was actually about to start a dog walking company. <laughs> okay, because I, I'd done like uh, I'd been back and forward with work straight after Farscape. I had a really good run, you know, being doing cops and robbers show shows, doctors and lawyers and nurses and things that the sci-fi community community wouldn't even, you know give a nod to but most of weirdly enough most of the body of my work is not sci-fi but because a beautiful farscape has held so strong that's my that's my biggie so uh so i was in back in australia i'd done three seasons of this amazing show called rescue special ops and then another season of tricky business which was a really awesome show and then that kind of stopped and i was sort of having one of those life moments going I think I like animals more than humans right now. <laughs> right. Yes. So my sister goes, well, why don't you just start a, a dog walking business? And I was like, that's that's a fantastic idea. So <laughs> you're good, you know, st- go with your strength. <laughs> yes. And I, again, I was living with Jake in Sydney, and I was like, Jake, that's it. I'm out of the showbiz business. I'm done. I am. Com- that's it. And he was in his jocks, you know, slurping on his, you know, his Kellogg's cornflakes or whatever. And he's like, uh-huh, you're munching away. And then <laughs> a few, so I went to, down to the Kinko's and whatever the Aussie version is. And then I printed out, you know, all these flyers. It was called MacGyver and Me Dog Walking, Grooming, Grooming, Petting, really, mm-hmm. Dog Walking. And uh, way back in my past, for some reason, I learned how to – ride a unicycle (laughs) because of course you had it's a circus thing (sighs) why not so I had this like publicity shot that they used in the bag of MacGyver running alongside and me and we both look really happy which is great because it's hard to get a dog and a person perfectly you know how it is animals and babies and such right so I said oh perfect I'll use this and I built my own website love love building a website and um, I contacted mum and dad. I was so proud. I was like, guys, check out my website. They're like, you're an actress. What are you doing? 
<laughs> mm. I was like, no, I'm, d- I'm done with that now. And they're like, what, done with it? You've like 30 years down the track. Okay, all right, what are you going to do today? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a dog walker now, professional. Here's my website. And they're like, that is a terrible First of all, no one can spell MacGyver, so they won't be able to find your website. Second of all, you're gonna look. No one's gonna trust you unicycling around with the dogs. I'm, like, I'm not <laughs> unicycling with the dogs. It's just a promo thing. He's like, so. <laughs> I, I said to Jake, Jake, can we do a photo shoot? And Jake would always record my auditions or do help me with shoots. Uh-huh. And he's like, this is gonna be a, a, a week long thing, isn't it? I'm like, no, no, it just like half an hour. <laughs> That's famous last words. Right? So we took the photos, and of course, every photo, MacGyver looks amazing, and I've got my eyes crossed or one eye closed or whatever, or vice versa. So I said, Jake, can you just Photoshop this head? (laughs) He's like, oh my gosh. Here we go. It was just a disaster. And so so I went to go and deliver all the pamphlets, got so overly sunburnt, came home crying. MacGyver didn't want to walk. I was like, he's going to love it because he's going to be on the biggest walk he's ever walked. They would be delivering these bloody – and then I got this email from Sci-Fi and it said, "Uh, hi, no one can find you. Um, Henson's and Sci-Fi would love you to host the Jim Henson Creature Shop Challenge. Can we – can you contact us back? And Jake was there. I was like, Jake. Holy crap! <laughs> Sci-Fi Channel with the Hensons and, and and oh, I'm back! I'm back! And Jake's like, I thought you were giving up the uh, showbiz. I was like, Shut up, Jake! <laughs> Brothers, am I right? <laughs> He's just seen it all. He's just like, Okay, yes, yeah, sister, carry on. <laughs> and then that 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 was that. And then they we literally um. They flew me over uh, from I, – I was going to um, Armageddon in New Zealand and I had only packed an overnight bag and I was in New Zealand and they wanted me to put down an audition in New Zealand. So we did it like through the night and that was when, you know, everything was still a bit clunky and New Zealand's internet is super – I don't know whether the sheep are running it or what's going on, <laughs> but it has a whole nother – level of it almost has that beep boop boop dial up (laughs) love you new zealand um so uh, (laughs) they got better they did yeah it got better better. this is years ago and um it got all um so uh we sent the 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 audition through and then um brian's assistant is called Gigi as well and she calls me up she's like hi Gigi." It's Gigi. Um, we you haven't got the job yet, but can you send your measurements? And I was like, Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. I said, Okay, here's the measurements and then the next phone call, like half an hour later, was oh hi Gigi, it's Gigi, can you send your your passport details? I was like, oh, because you haven't got it yet though and I was like, Okay, because if you guys really do want me there, you're gonna have to fly me straight out of New Zealand. Because if I go from New Zealand to Sydney and Sydney to LA, I'll miss the first day of shoot. Yeah, that'd and be then, silly. Why not? You know, <laughs> you're hundreds of miles closer. Right. And so then, sure enough, the phone doesn't ring, life of an actress. And I'm like, I'm done with show business. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> and I get in the shower and I'm heaving and washing up my hair, getting ready to go back to my dog walking business. <laughs> and. The phone rings and I'm like, oh, 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 and I almost stack it as I get out of the shower. And I'm like, hello. 
and it's Brian Henson. And he's like, I guess we'll see you tomorrow. And I was like, <gasps> I went, holy dren, Brian, I'm in the shower. I'm totally naked. I'm covered in suds and I can't wait to be the host of your effing show. <laughs> and he's like, okay, bye. <laughs> and that show was amazing. Oh, gosh, yeah. We, we enjoyed oh, yeah. that show. We oh, watched yeah. that. Yeah, we oh, met, my gosh. We met some of our friends, you know, who uh, who actually appeared on that show. Um, Russ, Russ, Russ Adams. Adams in particular. Oh. Another super parent of a super child. Yes. Yeah, his 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 kid is, uh, I think, three years old now, and it's just concentrated cute, just add water. Oh, my God. This, oh. the, can you imagine the Halloween costumes in that house? <gasps> He's a sweetheart. All of them are just phenomenal. Like, I couldn't make a sock puppet in a year, let alone <laughs> these, the creations that these guys were coming up with in three days, you know, and... I just yeah, uh, but they can't play Chiana, so. <laughs> I, I I said um, to you know in a couple of interviews and stuff, and in the behind the scenes, one of the many cool things about that show is that we've all grown up inspired by the Hensons. It's been a huge Absolutely. part of our upbringing, whether it's Kermit or Fraggle or you know the Muppets in Space or Sesame or it's ingrained in us you know so to finally see into the creature shop and the dark crystal and the labyrinth you know and actually go oh my like this is it was amazing and I again had to really try and keep my cool because I felt so compassionate for the creature designers because I feel like I'm more coming from their camp than the you know professional host camp because i'm i'm the actor waiting for the phone to ring too i'm the you know you're the artist that that you know you it's such a crazy career so when we had to say goodbye to contestants like i i got pulled aside a couple of times they went sheesh you have to act more like a host and not cry (laughs) i was like i'm sorry but it's really it's it's tricky because i know how desperate they are to be here and how amazingly talented they all are as well and so it was a it was definitely yeah an eye-opener I kind of wanted to be a bit more like I said to Brian can I get into the creature shop and ask like when they're creating ask the silly questions and be like you know and be more like not uh, be more Gigi rather than and make it sort of yeah a little bit because so the hosts that I see that I connect with are people that are a bit more down to earth and that are Mm -hmm. a bit you know they come from the audience's perspective and stuff but you know it was a a phenomenal show and I just wish it was still going it's the whole reason why I moved back to America I was living in Australia you know I moved back with my dog and my cat and 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 Henson's and Sci-Fi said season two is definitely going to happen and then we waited for about a year and then got an email saying oh by the way the show's not getting picked up and I was like wait what yeah they so wanted it to happen but the but the network had another idea yeah, yeah. and it's like it is the it's the it's the nature of the beast so yeah. it always close one door closes another opens but it's it's definitely heartbreaking because you do really get emotionally, um, f- mentally, spiritually connected to 
these projects, you know, and these people and the crew. And and so I kind of get why some actors are a bit odd. <laughs> yeah. Uh, company excused, of course. <laughs> well, you say you, you moved away from science fiction, but I'm looking at your IMDb listings and boy, that stuff sure looks imaginative. I know. And then there's a, like, so it the was interesting. The Magnificent Raiders of Dimension, whatever it is, Dimension uh, the, War the, One and uh, Body Marvel. Snatchers. Some of the stuff on there, I'm like, I didn't even know I was in that. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> you've got like pre-production stuff that you're listed for, so... <laughs> And, and, ha- and video games and hashtag hashtag let's not is forget that awesome hashtag is beautiful it's a uh, so when i was at dragon con uh, a, a couple approached me and they said we have an idea for uh this film and we're actually we're going to have the lead be a male but now we've actually thought that you'd be quite good at it and i was like oh thanks <laughs> i said i'll give it a read and it was all about the double-edged sort of social media and and how you know, what, are, are we living in a cage and with everything edited and, fil- you know, um, filtered and everything? And it, it's a bit of a – it was right, actually. Uh, it's a very – people liken it to Black Mirror. Hmm. So as soon as Sky was born, we were on a plane before she was a month old because um, I would take her to all the Comic Cons anyway and be breastfeeding behind the curtains and goodness knows what, you know, in between signatures. And uh, we were in the UK and we did, premiered it there. And it was, a, a, again, ages ago, um, uh, it was Ben and Jodica and they said, oh, you know, what do you think about a, a crowdfunder? And I was like, oh, to be honest with you, I, I'm, I, you know, I don't want to ask the fans for anything more because, I've, I, you know, they've been so supportive and so helpful along the way. And they said, you don't understand. People love crowdfunders because they want to tell stories with people that are in the industry and I was like in two minds about it and I they printed out some brochures and I had it at the back of it in one of the signing tables at one of the other conventions and I people would come up for a photo and a chat and stuff and they'd be like oh what's that and I was like oh it's a film it's really amazing I'd tell them about the story and I said oh it's a crowdfunder and they're like oh my gosh we want to know we want to support and I'm like Oh, I started moving the brochures up closer (laughs) and everyone was totally, and that was the first time I understood, you know, the mate, the proper mateship, the proper, the, the proper connection that, and how cool, cool it is telling these awesome stories with your friends and family and fans. And uh, yeah, so we, the guys asked for, I think about 40 and we raised just over 44 and then it went into a serious stage of post-production. We only shot it over a few days, but it took a long time for post-production because the computer graphics, Mm -hmm. they want it, a lot of it's all computer graphics. And if you see the finishing, um, the finished product and it's actually gone really well on dust, uh, it looks like a, it looks like, you know, it's it's polished. Yeah, and all the finished. we we called yeah. it the good luck film because we had people that worked on Guardians of the Galaxy. We had people that worked on, um, you know, the, uh, the uh, uh, like every bloody. We kept losing our amazing computer graphic artists to the big wig 
films and we're like, oh, uh-huh. yes, pl- because we couldn't pay them enough, you know, but we right. didn't want to... Sorry, you, I've got to leave. I've got to go work on an yeah, Avengers Yeah, we're like, movie. okay, why? You can know. you give us some references? Any, can you refer anyone for us? You know, so then the next person would come and then off they go to work on another huge sci-fi. And we're like, okay, bye. <laughs> oh, well, it but it looks done. amazing, it's, you know. It's, I think it was worth the wait. It was released in 2019, I see. So uh, Yeah. And the so Avengers movies a... were in full swing at the time. So. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, we we went uh, from from that journey, and and this has been a very interesting little new stage that I'm 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 sort of focusing on now, and it's been going really well. So I've come to this point in my life where uh, if I I want to be with Sky more, and mm-hmm. uh, with the state of the world and everything, I'm like she can either come with me to a comic con, but then you there's got to be a ticket for jed and then her now because she's older and stuff so that's three tickets as opposed to one and and then the airfare and the you know what the ticket doesn't cost them a thing (laughs) honestly no but the air ticket does the air ticket does yeah so um i was speaking to uh jed and i was like i need i know there's i know the fans are out there and i know i want to uh, communicate with them. I know I want to do more music videos. I know I've got an amazing idea for a feature film, and I don't know how to, you know, have a constant connection, keep the community going, and also be financially stable. And he's like, "Well, check out OnlyFans." And I was like, "Isn't OnlyFans for hardcore stuff?" And he's like, "No, there are proper, you know, fitness trainers and DJs and makeup artists and actors and singers on there as well." And I was like, okay, well, if you're going to be fine with it, then I'll explore it because that's what I do, right? So I started an account and it's actually been going really, really well. Don't worry. You guys are like, huh? <laughs> it's nothing. <laughs> I it's I nothing. Went, cr- I, I looked actually before we went on and I go, I went, what? Oh, 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 it's, it's, it's dignified. It's gorgeous. Yeah, it's all, it's, it's all fantastic, very fantastic it, photography. Thank you guys. And that's what I, so as, as we're talking about before, every, all the, all the things that I do, I'm all about body positivity. I love the femme fatale. I love burlesque. I love performance art. I love boudoir. You know what I mean? I'm never going to ever, ever, ever put myself in a situation that would, you know, come back to haunt me or Sky or my family or my career. But I thought, well, this is a really good way to a lot of the stuff that was already because in my in my when I was a baby, you know, I did FHM and black and white. And I, I, I find the body a beautiful thing, you know, and I, I, as long as it's artistically presented and, you know, it's it's respected. And we've all got the same bits and pieces. Right. So <laughs> I said, well, there's all this stuff that's out there that people are looking for, for you know, they can look it up in a heartbeat anyway so why not harness you know if there is a bit more of an edgier audience and and that will help you know create new productions and everything so Mm -hmm. we just did a shoot a couple of weeks ago and we found a rain studio and al ortega who's a professional photographer for getty you know and he does all the red carpet events as well and i was like would you mind doing some some pics and he's like oh i'd love to so and it's been really good and i've been back in my you know creating awesome ideas for photo shoots and everything and then a lot of the things that are on there if you see a swimsuit that you like or a piece of jewelry Mm -hmm. that you like or a pair of shoes and that's up for grabs as well and so it's creating another little a little audience there as well people get to direct message me um, which you don't often get Uh on any other platform as well you can get custom photo 
photos, custom videos, and it's all very classy and beautiful and, and artistic. So that's been my new focus and I'm actually, yeah, been it's 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 given me a moment to to now I can you know, I don't have to be on a plane every single weekend. Mm-hmm. I can actually, you know, do one a month like a normal human being. <laughs> oh, and it, it, it lets you it lets you talk directly to the fans instead of yeah. having to go through a production company and then a distribution company and then a streaming service, you know. And and asking them going, Hey guys, what do you want to see? So like I before the big shoot and the thing is is that I'm, you know, I've spent a lot of money on a studio, on a makeup artist, on a behind-the-scenes crew, on the photographer. Like, I want to make proper, beautiful content. It's not just me snapping silly selfies. There's a bit of that, but there's also, you know, so you know you're a real person. But mm-hmm. there's, it's a proper, beautiful new content, and uh, yeah, I'm super, I'm super proud of it. And then, yeah, so I said, hey guys, I love burlesque i'm thinking burlesque cyberpunk or like something you know with rain or something wet or something cool like that and they're like yeah wet 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 so <laughs> so we found this uh, of course so we you, found this you cool live, studio you live near an ocean it's, it's yeah exactly so, so it's all been that's been really exciting for me and it's good too because also after you have a bubba and you come out of quarantine for two years it's like you put on a swimsuit or, you know, you get your hair and makeup done for a photo shoot and it's like, oh, yeah, I do feel pretty. Yeah. <laughs> I feel new again. A whole new world. So, yeah, so that's been my little journey. And I, I, everything that I make off that is going into recording new songs feature films, new series, you know, I'm on Patreon, I've got YouTube, I'm like as accessible as I can be to the, you know, to fans and to supporters and stuff. And I'm, I'm, you know, everything from phone calls to Zoom calls to fire spinning to these, you guys are my life and soul. So I want to keep making cool things that you guys want to see. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll be here for you the whole, the whole way the whole way we'll be there for you we're gonna we're gonna go uh grab a bunch of your songs and put them on the air it's about it's about time you we reach we reach over a million listeners a year now you know that's awesome and i think the soul of the dragon will fit right in (gasps) yes and we've got to link the videos on the uh on on the announcement article for this show and this will this will air uh this coming saturday so this is yeah. audiovisual supplements. Yeah. This is amazing. Thank you, guys. Thank you for having me. Ladies and gentlemen, we have been speaking to the remarkable, <laughs> almost <laughs> schizophrenically talented Gigi Edgley. Thank you so much for joining us on this week's episode of The Event Horizon here on Sci Fi Radio. It's been a pleasure having you. Thank you, guys. Have a good good night, good morning, good afternoon, and sending lots of good vibes to everyone. If anyone wants to check out my adventures, they can uh, look up gigiedgeley.com. It's my name.com, and I'd, I'd love to love to see ya. You have been listening to episode 238 of Sci-Fi.Radio's weekly production of The Event Horizon for Saturday, March 19th, 2022. Our guest this evening has been actress, dancer, singer, and songwriter Gigi Edgeley, best known for her role as Chiana on Farscape.
This episode will air again at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern tomorrow afternoon, and two more times on the following Thursday and Saturday mornings at 4 a.m. Pacific, 7 a.m. Eastern. Once all of the airtimes have passed, you will find this episode as a podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Pandora, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and on our own website at sci-fi.radio. Sci-Fi.Radio is listener-supported Sci-Fi Geek Culture Radio, and the vast majority of our funding comes from listeners just like you. If you enjoyed programming like what you just heard, we ask you to please visit patreon.com slash sci-fi radio and pledge five or ten dollars a month to help keep the station on the air. That's patreon.com slash sci-fi radio. The Event Horizon title sequence was written and produced by Gene Turnbow. The science officer was played by science fiction illustrator Mark Schurmeister. The engineer was Christian B. McGuire. The navigator was Christine Cherry. And the captain was voiced by science fiction grandmaster Larry Niven. This program is copyright 2022 by Krypton Media Group Incorporated. The Event Horizon on Sci-Fi.Radio. It's sci-fi for your Wi-Fi.